from America. You're listening to the Hip Hop Patriots. Jeremy Harrell. Hello and welcome to Live from America Part 2 here today on August 11th, Year of Our Lord, 2021. And there's a lot to go over. There's a lot to go over, especially if you were like me and had the entire symposium on all day, letting it play, letting it play, letting it play, going through all the real-time stuff. It was quite a day. But anyway, folks, welcome to Live from America. I am your ever-so-humble, God-fearing, but God-loving host, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot. And we are live on Rumble, of course, right now. We already have a over 2,000 people watching on Rumble. We are live on YouTube. Of course, we're live on uh, Roku and Firestick under LFA TV. It seems like some people are having a hard time on Firestick finding it, so I'm going to work that out with uh, the the company that handles that for me. Uh, but just check out LFA TV on your Roku or your Roku TV, and you can download the station and watch live at all times. Um, we're also on podcasts like iHeartRadio and Radio.com and TuneIn.com and and RSSFeed.com and so many others. So, um, so I'm going to go to uh, social media right now because the best thing to do before every show, besides giving our honor and love to God, is to acknowledge who's in the room, give some shout-outs. There's probably some birthdays. Either way, please utilize this time to hit that rumble button down below, that little plus sign. Make sure you share it out to as many people as your little fingers possibly will let you. And the same thing on YouTube. So Melly7 says, hello, Jeremy. So great to be in rumble. Thank you very much, Melly. Good to see you. Karen Yeglick says, hello, Patriots from Louisiana. How can I watch the symposium without going on Google? Just go to frankspeech.com. Just go to frankspeech.com using your browser, whatever browser you use. Uh, Super Trump is in the building. Hello, live from America family. Okla, what does it say? Okalema Luna 2021 says Mesa County, deplorable here. Good to see you. Shuckabee, hi, Sherry from Texas. Good to see you, Sherry. Thanks for joining in. We've got Nick Ratcliffe is in the building. Not Tony the Rat face Fauci. No, Nick Ratcliffe, the good one. How you doing, man? It's good to see Corn Pop is in the building as well. And, uh, you know, it's fine that he comes out of his basement once in a while and at least watches something good, right? And Punk Rock Rebel. The Bible details it all. Ecclesiastes 10.2. A wise person's heart directs him towards the right. But the foolish person's heart directs him towards the left. End quote. Gotta love it, right? Let's shoot over to YouTube real quick and say hello to Sarah Peters, who is watching from Springfield, Illinois. Patricia Burns watching as well. How you doing, Patricia? Good to see you. We've got Jay Van Brown says, good to be here with Jeremy and my live from America family. Kathy Ratcliffe, shout out to Jeremy, Mississippi, M-I-S-S-I-S-S-I-P-P-I. I always say that ever since I was a kid. Brandy Peterson is watching. Good to see you, Brandy. We've got Heather Heratic and Bruce Talmadge watching from Texas. I'd also like to give a couple more lovely shout-outs here to Donna Keel, also known as D-O-N-A-M-K on Rumble. Donna Keel, thank you so very much. I got your uh, your card today. It was very wonderful. And I got your wonderful, gen- wonderfully generous donation. So thank you so much. I appreciate you. And I'd also like to thank Catherine Pillmore. 
who also sent me a birthday card, and it was very generous and very nice, and I want to say thank you so very much. And to Judy Lynn. Now, this box has actually been in my studio for a few days now. It was a big box. I just had it over in the corner, and I overlooked it because I actually got it last week. She gave me a big box full of goodies, like dum-dums and, uh, and, and, and some great uh, biblical literature and some awesome, it looks like some, some stickers and stuff, but check this out. Because I'm the armor of God guy, she gave me a sword. This is to add to my armor of God collection because I'm collecting the breastplate of righteousness, the, the, the helmet, uh, the sword, the, the everything. So thank you very much. This is really awesome. I cannot believe that you sent me this. God bless you. Thank you. She also sent me a flag as well. So thank you very much, Judy Lynn. I appreciate that. My, I do have to ask you guys, though, has anybody received their emergency broadcast system alert today? Because I did. I received my emergency broadcast alert today. Isn't that great timing? Don't you think that is good timing, ladies and gentlemen, to, 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 to have that emergency broadcast system out right now? And of course, they're trying to mess with every feed. I'm getting that from everybody. Uh, people are saying that... Um, uh, the, the feed is, 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 is freezing up real bad on, on Rumble. I don't know how it's doing on YouTube. You might want to jump over to a YouTube or Roku to see how it's doing there. Um, so, uh, okay, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we're going to skip right through the, the, the freezing on social media. We're just going to keep going. It's buffering. I get it. Um, AT&T wants to restart the phone. I'm going to, I'm going to, um, to, I'm going to, um, restart my page as well but i won't be able to restart the actual feed so maybe it's that just that maybe it's not who knows we're gonna go right to the bible maybe maybe that's the person that we asked to make sure that we have a smooth feed with nobody trying to interfere with it because we know <laughs> lately that feeds are getting interfered with something terrible okay ladies and gentlemen from august 11th the evening version and i really needed to hear this today trust me we all got our own problems in our own families and i really needed to hear this today and this, like this shirt says, you can't beat God. You can't beat God. Coming to JeremyHerald.com real soon, by the way, including V-neck lady t-shirts as well. Check this out. and You're probably going to want to hear this as well. When one of my own calls out to me, I never fail to respond. I may not provide instant relief, as if I were just a genie, but I do go to work immediately, setting in motion the conditions that you need. When you have settled down enough to see clearly, I invite you to come near me where you can find completeness. Again, folks, when you ask God for something, when you pray to God, you might as well thank him for answering your prayers in the same, in the same breath. In the same breath. All right? And where that is coming from is James 1.4. So let's go to James 1.4. If you've got your Bible with you, go to James 1.4. And what it says is this. Perseverance must finish its work so that you may mature and complete yourself, not lacking anything. And also from James 4, 7, and 8, which says, Submit yourselves then to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Come near to God, and he will come near to you. And before you turn out that light tonight, center your attention on me, while I work in your circumstances and make you complete. We can't do it without him, and we can't beat him. So we might as well join him, ladies and gentlemen. That's what the back of the shirt says. You can't beat God, so you may as well join him. And it's got some prayer hands. 
All right, we're going to get into the Lord's Prayer, so please remove your hat, set down your coffee, tell your family members to be quiet, or tell them to join in, because we need to give God all of our grace right now for having such mercy on us. We were asking God to heal our land. We're asking God to heal the things that we've done wrong in this country, and I think we need to uh, all pray together. So as we remove our hats, let's say the Lord's Prayer together. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. Amen. Thank you guys very, very much. I know that we need to do that a little bit more often in our lives. And if you're feeling empty, if you're feeling sad, if you're feeling alone, if you're feeling depressed, if you're feeling massive anxiety, stress, or whatever, the best place for you to go is right to your knees. Close your eyes, focus on the cross, and ask God to intervene. It's the best thing to do. Can I get an amen? If I can get an amen, let me get an amen and another quick share to a Facebook group out of you. For those who do still have Facebook. All right, we're going to get right to the first and foremost section of the day. And first and foremost, a lot has happened with the symposium. I will be going in and out of the symposium today, okay? Um, a lot of people, a lot of people have not been able to sit and actually listen and watch. Why? Because it's all being done in real time. And when it's all being done in real time, there's going to be hiccups. It's almost like you cannot prepare for this kind of stuff, no matter how much you think you're prepared. And what do I mean by that? What do I mean doing what in real time? Well, what's happening in real time is they are literally showing you piece by piece, brick by brick, just like we built that beautiful wall. Well, not made of bricks, but you know what I mean. They are showing people piece by piece exactly how to build the blocks for a forensic audit in your state. Ladies and gentlemen, if anything I have learned from this symposium of yesterday and today it tells me this, there is not going to be some one, just one hallelujah moment in this symposium. There's not going to be a moment where we say, that's it, let's take that, let's go right to the Supreme Court, knock on the door and have all nine of them let us in. That is not, is what, that's not what's going to happen. That's not what's going to happen. What's going to happen is they're showing us exactly how to take matters into our own hands. And in order to take matters into our own hands... We have to have the tools and the skill and the, um, and the determination to do that state by state because it's the state legislature. It's always been the state legislature and it will always be the state legislature that has the power, every single one of them. So what I'm going to do real quick is I'm going to, it looks like we're doing a lot of freezing, so I'm going to see if I can shut down one program here and see if that will help. I'm going to shut down one program here and see if that'll help, okay? Maybe it will, maybe it won't. But we know that people are being attacked everywhere, okay? But here's the deal. They're teaching us how to do this. They're teaching us how to do this so that we can take it to our courts and have standing. The reason why we never had standing was because there was really... I'm not going to say that the justice system didn't fail because it did. You know it and I know it. We know the justice system failed. We know that with, for 100% certainty. 
Okay, but there was also no standing because there was a lot of stuff going on where uh, people were not being very specific about what their lawsuit was about. They were saying, yes, this happened, this happened, this happened, but there was no real forensic audit to back up that this happened, this happened, and this happened. Okay? There was no real evidence to back up. I mean, there was evidence, but not forensic audit evidence. So what this is doing is it's teaching us how to all do that. And I think that's massively, massively powerful. Also, ladies and gentlemen, they were able to take two different machines in two different states. They were able to capture the forensic images of these machines when things happened before and when things happened after the election. And what they found was that Dominion maintenance people were sent all over the country to do updates on these machines right before the election. And what happened was, is for years, none of these machines were updated. Not only were none of these machines updated for years, but none of them had ever had logs deleted out of them ever before. And what do the logs tell you? The logs tell you everything you need. The logs tell you everything that you need to know about when these machines were hacked. Now, it looks like we are freezing really, really, really bad on social media here. So I'm going to, I don't really know what else I can do at this point. Um, I'm just, uh, if you give me a couple seconds here, if you give me a couple seconds here, we'll see if there's something I can do to fix this. I don't think there's going to be anything I can do to fix it. And who knows what it is? Who knows what it is? Let's just see here. See if there's anything I can do. This is, the, this is the problem with doing things in real time like this. Let's try to shoot over to the symposium real quick. Let's take a quick break. See if we can shoot over to the symposium. See if the, uh, the freezing stops. And we'll be right back with more Live from America right after this, folks. Quick break here. So he said, yes, he took this. They took down his whole platform, lead stories that the fact checkers from Facebook put false information. I reached out to Ben. Ben actually talked to lead stories, Alan Duke, and they go, oh, I guess you did take it. So they took the story down. But guess what? That guy lost 1.5 million followers on Facebook. 1.5 million. They're, they put up the fake thing on there because he had really taken it. So I was calling lead stories about that. And then Dr. Shiva joined me, and now what happened there? Yeah. So, so what happened now is the judge now is even more concerned because he feels, you know, I told you not to contact Twitter. What they had done on September 25th was when I was targeted, the algorithm was set up that any time I shared those four email screenshots, I would be deplatformed. So what happened on February, so on February 4th, we went back into court and the judge said, again, it's me against lawyers, no lawyers. Find out that's actually was a good thing. Um, So on May 20th, the judge gives us the opportunity and he brings in Twitter. So it's me now against three of the state election, three, three of the Secretary of State's lawyers in Massachusetts, three of Twitter's lawyers from Wilmer and Hale, one of the leading law firms in the world and one from Nassib. So seven lawyers against me, okay? The night of May 9th... 
All right, welcome back to Live from America, folks. We're just going to keep going. Everybody says they can still get audio. Some people are saying it's not it's not freezing for them, and other people saying it is, but the audio is still going, so I'm just going to keep going. And what you see right there is Dr. Shiva on the stage with Mike Lindell talking about everything that has happened, um, everything that has happened throughout all of this, okay, to him specifically. But here's what I want to do. I want to continue to go with what's going on here. So what they did is they were able to have uh, forensic images captured of before and after. They know now that Dominion maintenance technicians were sent to at least these two places, and they're assuming they went to all 50 states. And what they did is they updated each machine, but they had to go on site to do it. And what happened was they deleted all the logs on these machines, off these servers. They deleted all the logs of when and, and, and from where did somebody remote access into these machines. That's number one. That's a big one, okay? That's a big one because here's what happens. Here's, what, here, here's the law, folks. Every time that those machines have any kind of tampering whatsoever, every time that they're updated, every time that there's upgrades added to them, any time that there's a maintenance uh, done to them, they need to be recertified by law. They need to be recertified by law in order to be legally used in an election. Okay? There is no way that these machines were recertified. Okay? There, there, there's at least no record of them so far. There's at least no record of them so far. And I imagine, ladies and gentlemen, that the reason why we're experiencing so much freezing is probably because Rumble is being attacked left and right with OANs um, being on there and RSBN being on there and everybody putting this out there as much as they can. I would imagine that this is censorship. I have never, ever, ever, ever seen freezing on this level. So that's what's really going on here, folks. And uh, by law, by law, that they're supposed to be recertified afterward. Now, here's the crazy thing. Dominion Techs didn't go there for years. There was no updates needed, or there was needed, but they didn't do any. And they never had went there, at least to these two machines, and erased any of the logs. They nuked them completely so that there's no way to even recapture them. Like, covered their trail perfectly. Isn't that odd? The funny thing about that is, is also, there's supposed to be nothing deleted. Nothing. For 22 months. There's, that's not the only stuff that was deleted. There was stuff throughout this whole presentation today that was purposely deleted, wiped off, or nuked out of the files. And they're supposed to be kept for at least 22, minute, 22 months by law, or it's, a leak, or it's, an, it, it's, an, it's an invalid election. It is an invalid election. So those are the main takeaways that we took away today. Number one, you have to understand that they are teaching every state how to build this block by block so that they can have their own forensic audits in their own state so they'll have real standing to go to a judge and overturn things. That's, that's the big one. Okay, number two, we know that we know that Dominion sent personal, uh, I mean, in-person techs out to these machines to do these audits, right? But then when they went to do these audits after they left, Tons of the logs from the previous three years of those machines were completely wiped and deleted. And another thing that we know is that they didn't recertify these machines because if they did, there would be some record of it. They're not recertifying these machines, which is by law. And we also know that any kind of records for an election are supposed to be held for 22 months or it makes it illegal or, or it makes it so you can't audit that election, which means you kind of got to go back and, I don't know, call it invalid. Call it invalid, I guess. I don't know. But there's a lot, there, there's, there's massive amounts. And this is, this is coming to you from the people that are there that are forensic analysts. 
These are the people telling you this. They're going through it in real time to show you this is what happened. This is the this is the pathway in which we're going to find these things. And you need to do it in your states too. And they're finding massive fraud. I mean, that's fraud. If it's not fraud, it's definitely evidence that leads to um, to, to some kind of election interference. To some kind of election interference. So folks, that is what's happening. Those are your highlights of the day from the symposium. It looks like the feed is back working perfectly now. And we're going to hopefully keep... We prayed to God and He answered our prayers. Right, ladies and gentlemen? We prayed to God and He answered our prayers. So those are your big takeaways from the day. And um, I'm telling you what, folks... This is just the beginning. The noise, the siren, has just been uh, re- uh, released. And it's going to be an annoying siren at that. Big shout out to my cousin in the YouTube feed, Aspen Craddock. Love you. Her husband's a pastor and they sent me some Bibles. So God bless you both. And I can't wait to see you and talk to you both soon. Now would be a time to reshare the feed because the feed is working perfectly now. And we're going to continue to go with what we were going with. Um... We're going to jump away from the symposium for a second because I think we really highlighted the main takeaways from today. Of course, Dr. Shiva is on there right now telling you everything that he's told you over the last few years. Um, So let's move away from that for a minute because i got a lot of news to go through. A majority of the hospitalized COVID-19 patients in Israel are fully vaccinated. And what do I mean by a majority? What do I mean by a majority? Well... Here's, your, here's a massive number for you. Remember how I've been telling you that in the UK and in the United States of America, the trend is going upwards of fully vaccinated people being hospitalized or, or at least going in to have some kind, of, uh, you know, some kind of treatment for it? Well, in Israel right now, 85 to 90%, 85 to 90% in a specific area um, and these hospitals that are coming in, are completely vaccinated. 85 to 90%. So when I read that 85 to 90%, looks like we're back up to having a problem again, but that's okay. When I read that 85 to 90%, and when I see all of those trends in the UK and the United States going up and up and up and up for the people that are completely vaccinated being hospitalized, it's almost like it's doing the opposite. It's almost like it's having the opposite effect, meaning that the people that have been completely vaccinated are the ones that are most vulnerable to contract the COVID virus or the Delta variant. Okay? That's what it seems like to me, because why would this be trending up? Cases are trending up. Hospitalizations are trending up. Deaths are not trending up. Not really. Not 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 if you go by uh, by 100,000. Very, very little. So cases and hospitalizations are trending up, but the cases and the hospitalizations that are trending up in a lot of the places in the world, not in every place, are from fully vaccinated people. So my question is, why does it seem like in, in, in some areas that fully vaccinated people are at higher risk to catch COVID? But when you think about it from the way I'm looking at it, wouldn't it be a revolving door? Wouldn't it be a revolving door of emergency powers? Wouldn't it be a revolving door of, oh, we need to do more lockdowns? Wouldn't it be a revolving door of pushing people closer to rioting in the streets so they could even get more emergency powers out of you? And we're going to talk about that in a minute. Now, I don't believe this is a pandemic of the unvaccinated. I honestly believe, and I'm not in any way targeting the people in this audience who have already got it. Because you've been told to get it, you've been made to get it, you've been coerced to get it, you've just got it because you wanted to get it. Whatever the reason may be. 
it seems like to me with the data that this is a pandemic of the vaccinated, not the unvaccinated. And I'm not a virologist, but I do know numbers and I can do math because I didn't learn Common Core growing up. And it looks like to me that the the majority of the people in a lot of places, especially Israel, 85 to 90 percent. I didn't make that up. I didn't make that up. That came from their health department. That's massive. That's big. You need to know these stuff. These things. These stuff. You need to know these stuff. <laughs> oh, crazy. All right. Um, there's a lot of you out there that are telling me that you're being forced to either take the jab or lose your job. Okay? Take the jab or lose your job. A lot of you can't afford to lose your job or you're going to live under a bridge. I get it. I told you earlier, that's something that you need, a decision that you need to make with your family, friends, physician, uh, family doctor, whatever it is. You need to make that choice for yourself. What is more important to you? The freedom to choose or the money that you need to make to have your family? It's a hard, you're stuck between a rock and a hard place. But there is some good silver linings here, is that there are companies who are being vocal about, we will not make you take the vaccine if you work for us. And to my surprise... Southwest Air, American Air, and Delta Airlines, in an attempt to keep employees because they can't hire anybody right now, that's what I told you. I said, remember to remind your job, remind your employer, if they put you in front of this, give you this ultimatum, remind them, who are you going to hire? How much money are you going to spend over the next two years to get somebody to where I'm here, where I am right now and who's going to stay at this job? Remind them of that because this is an attempt to keep employees, number one, by Southwest Air, American Air, and Delta. Okay, this is an attempt to keep employees, but it's also in an attempt to save face from the ridiculousness that they have imposed on their on the people that have flown on their flights for the last two years. But they've come out and said, in no way, shape, or form, will we force our employees to take the vaccination. That is one step in the right direction. Why? A, because they're losing massive amounts of money and people are not going through their draconian um, rules anymore. But B, ladies and gentlemen, I think it's because they want to keep employees. And this is the problem that employers are going to face. Do we want to keep reliable and loyal employees, or do we not? Do we want to keep reliable employees, or do we not? So if you're losing your job, and you need a place to work, it looks like you can go work at Southwest Air, American Air, or Delta. Work for those airlines, because they have vowed not to make their employees get the shot. That's at least a step in the right direction, and I'm going to highlight it when I can. Let's take a quick break. Let's go to the symposium. Dr. Shiva looks like he's still talking. We want to see what he's saying. And we'll be right back with more Live from America right after this. February 3rd, we knocked him off after three days of review. It was total bullshit because I was deplatformed on 17 minutes at 9.48 p.m. on February 1st. So we submitted that in court. How did they do that? Well, the long fuse report says that they have 24-7 monitoring and four-hour call centers watching us. Are you listening to what I'm saying? This is the United States of America. And the reason we've gotten this far is because we keep electing, we have selections, not elections, as Mike is exposing today. We have selections, not elections. It is being done by Democrat and Republican, okay? And so this woman, Stacia Cardilla, the Deputy General Counsel, lied in federal court 
because I was deplatformed in 17 minutes, not in a three-day review. Uh, can you zoom out? What you're witnessing here is the domestic censorship infrastructure that was created against every American. I was a canary in the coal mine, a U.S. Senate candidate running for office. Next time, this will be used against any person running for Congress. Now, why am I sharing with you this? So this occurred to me running for U.S. Senate. But, you know, I'm also, as Mike said, I'm also a Ph.D. in biological engineering. I also have talked about the issues of forced vaccination, that I do not believe that one-size-fits-all medicine, that not everyone should get the same vaccines. In fact, I believe there are many things in nature that are powerful, right? When I put up those tweets, those also get flagged by the same infrastructure. All right, back on Live from America, folks. We're just checking in and out. And and, and, and for those who are watching um, on social media or whatever and who's just seen what I went to, that is basically what we've been hearing all day. Stuff like this, testimony like this, graphs and charts like this. It's very hard. It's like death by PowerPoint. But if you're interested in saving your country, it's very interesting stuff. If you worked in IT, it's very interesting stuff. So that's the kind of stuff that's been going on all day. But yes, the people in the chat, I've been monitoring the chat. You are right. And I've been telling you this, these employers, these employers who are making people get the jab, they're going to regret it. They're going to regret every bit of it because they're not going to have any employees left. And when you don't have any employees, your stock goes down. And when your stock goes down, you go bankrupt. <laughs> and when you go bankrupt, you don't collect money anymore. So again, it's another version of hitting them where it hurts and hitting them in their pockets. Now let's talk about another thing that we need to, to, uh, to do in order to hit them where it hurts. Military exemptions. Military vaccine exemptions. Let me bring you up to speed of what's going on. We know that the Pentagon and the Biden administration put out a statement saying that the military was all, all active military had until September 15th to get vaccinated. Now, what else are they pushing for for September 15th? What is Dr. Fauci pushing for that maybe we could have by mid-September? And if we have this by mid-September 2021, it will be a lot easier to force these much-needed and life-saving vaccinations on the world in order to keep them safe. I'll tell you what they're pushing for. I'll tell you what Dr. Swamp Rat Fauci is pushing for around that same time period. And that is a full approval by the FDA in record time, ladies and gentlemen. Normally, some kind of full approval would take anywhere from three to five more, probably close to the five years. But no, they want to fully, fully approve these experimental drugs that I made for the, vac for the, for the virus that I also made. We're in the money. <laughs> We're in the money. That's what's happening, ladies and gentlemen. And the reason why they're pushing for that full FDA approval and giving the military until around the same time frame is because it is not legal. It is not legal to make anybody in the military lawful order or not, or if they think it's a lawful order, it's not. It's an unlawful order. Okay, there is no legal standing. The law is not on the side of the federal government here to mandate 
and believe me, I researched this for the last few days, there is no standing for the federal government, the Pentagon, or anybody in the chain of command, all the way up to the sniffer and thief himself, there's no law for them to stand on to make these soldiers take this shot. The only thing that they could do is hope for a full approval by the FDA in order to give them then a lawful order. But right now, they don't. So if you're in the military, hold off. Don't just do it because you think you're going to have to do it. Don't do it until they make you do it and then cross that bridge when you come to it. But have these quivers that Nancy Stretchface Armstrong keeps in her quiver. Have these arrows, I mean. Have those same arrows, okay? But here's the other thing. The Pentagon came out with a statement saying that they take religious freedom very, very seriously. And how seriously do they take religious freedoms? Well, as serious as to the where you can get a, a religious exemption from this. And they laid out exactly how you get this religious exemption. And how you get this relig religious exemption is you go to your pastor, you go to your faith leaders of your church, you consult with them, and you get... Somebody in your church or in your community that you go to for faith advice and somebody that you listen to and who pushes the gospel and pushes the message, you get them to write up some stuff for you and advocate on your behalf. You put that in and that, ladies and gentlemen, is enough for a religious exemption. But you have to get the pastors or your priests or whatever it is that you have in your area to do this. Okay? You have to get that done. And apparently that will be enough for a religious exemption. Now they do say you can submit it for full approval, but those are the pro that's the process in which they tell you you have to go. So let your people in your family that are in the military know that that is one way. The other way is by a health exemption. And how do you get it by health exemption? You consult your physician, you consult your family doctor, or you find a doctor... If you have some kind of health condition that you are not sure that this is going to screw up or not, if it's going to hurt you, help you, whatever it is, you're not sure. Because why? Because it's a test drug. And even if they do fast track a full FDA approval, you could still take them to court and say, look at all the other timetables time, uh, with full approvals. Look at all the deaths. No way. So you can go and get the same kind of advocation from your physician or family doctor as you can from your pastor or priest. Again, these are things that you need to know and your families need to know. Okay? So I will work behind the scenes to do my best to try to get as many names as I can for all of us as far as religious or, or uh, health uh, exemptions from doctors and pastors out there that are actually actively working to help people find some some kind of hope here, some kind of ray of hope, because that's what we're looking for, folks. We're looking for a big ray of hope. So that is your update on military vaccines. Religious exempt is better. I would agree. I would agree because there's so many Christians out there that can point to so many. Passages, verses, and instructions in the Bible that would kept that would tell you not to take this. And who is who is the Pentagon or who is one specific individual to argue with you and your priest or your pastor? How are they going to do that? I'm not a pastor, or else I'd write you exemptions. But I'm not I'm not a pastor, so I might preach the gospel, but I take that upon myself to do and and give all glory to God. All right, ladies and gentlemen, protests. They're picking up everywhere. Protests are picking up everywhere around the world. And it's just a matter of time before it happens here. But my question is, 
Do you think that they are pushing us to protest? Do you think that they are putting these draconian lockdowns on us? Do you think that they are taking as much freedoms as they can? Do you think that it's possible that our government and other world leaders are pushing their countries and our government is pushing our country into chaos into the streets? Because if you think about it, They've tried to take as much freedoms as they can over the past couple of years. They've realized they're pretty much hitting their limit with what freedoms they can take with COVID-19 pandemic, right? They're hitting their wall. They're not being able to really do much more. Well, how do they do more? Riots in the streets. Civil unrest. We need to call martial law. And if you don't think that the Democrats or the left will call martial law, if there's just a few patriot riots in the street, like there was many BLM and Antifa riots in the streets, they will take any opportunity they can and say it's white nationalism on the rise, white rage, they'll get that colonel to come in with his pink hair and his and his new uh, LGBTQ attitude and say, well, that white rage, ladies and gentlemen, we gotta, we gotta put the military on him. If you don't think that that might be a possibility, then I think you're a little bit crazy. But let me show you what's going on right now around the world... <laughs> Around the world, folks, with these these protests. People aren't taking it anymore. People are rising up, and they're rising up fast all over the world. The UK, France, South America, Australia, Germany, it doesn't matter. It's happening everywhere. Check this out. Riot police faced off against French protesters this weekend who are angry about rules that make vaccine passports compulsory to enter many public places. But most people have accepted the idea. At the Eiffel Tower, everybody in the line has to show a proof of vaccination barcode or certificate or take an on-site COVID test in order to enjoy the views from this famous landmark, which has just reopened after nine months. In Athens, too, there were demonstrations after the Greek government made vaccinations mandatory for health workers. Look at this. This is just making it's it mandatory for health workers. Passengers traveling to the Greek islands show proof of immunity to protect its vital tourism industry. Over on the other side of the world on Saturday, police in Sydney ducked flower pots hurled by protesters, furious about a new lockdown. Australia had kept COVID at bay by closing its borders, but the virus sneaked in anyway, and infections are now on the rise. The virus sneaked in anyway, and infections are on the rise. Ladies and gentlemen, what you're seeing there is exactly what I see in my mind when I read Revelations. If you go to the Bible and you read Revelation right there from what you just saw, all that that you just saw is exactly what is in my imagination when I read Revelations. Ladies and gentlemen, people are rising up, nation rising up against their own governments everywhere. I haven't seen this stuff, not on this scale, maybe in my entire life, and it's coming here to the United States too. We're slow to anger. I can tell you that. We're slow to boil. But guess what we have that all these other countries don't have? And that's not a good mix, folks. It's not a good mix when you have what we have in this country, the rights that we have, specifically first and second, that these other countries don't have. It's going to get messy. But my question is, do they want to do that on purpose? They might just want to do that on purpose. They might just want to do that on purpose. It's a scary world we're living in, folks. But you know what? We all got each other's backs. We all got each other's backs. <clears throat> so, fill up your coffees. I got a few more stories to do. I'm going to resettle here, regroup. I'm going to check out what's going on at the symposium. I'll be right back.
Moore, live from America, from the Live Free or Die state of New Hampshire. Hey, War Room Posse, Real America's voice and the War Room's voice just got louder. Look, we're rolling out throughout the country because of this grassroots movement and support that you give us. The fight against the corporate interest, the extreme left, the woke media, the woke corporations, Wall Street is only going to get tougher and more meaningful. You now can see us on your local TV stations. Check out locally where you can get Real America's Voice in the War Room. Check it out. Real America's Voice in the War Room coming to a TV station near you. Lean into freedom and join Real America's Voice as we come to a broadcast station near you. Thank you to each new affiliate station across our great country for joining our powerful grassroots campaign. America has found its voice. Download the Real America's Voice app and join other Americans just like you across the country coming together for real change. All right, if you haven't shared the video yet, please do so. Let's get it out there. I know we had a lot of people that couldn't watch in the beginning because we had some um, serious problems. They're probably getting hacked like Mike Lindell and all the other patriots up there. CNN trying to get everybody's facial recognition and pass it on to FBI. If you didn't see this morning's show, I would definitely go back and watch that. Shout out to Pete Santilli. But I wanted to show you guys right now a list of phone numbers. Right? We all need phone numbers to call. So let's go ahead and put them up on the screen right now. I'm going to I'm going to make them fit the screen so that we can see every single one of them and so that you guys can write this down. Please, this is your time to take screenshots if you're on your phone. If you're not on your phone, then make sure you get a pen and a piece of paper because I'm going to show you some phone numbers to call of some senators that really need an attitude adjustment. So let's go ahead and bring this on over. Here we go. There is Roy Blunt, representative from Missouri. Of course, we've got Richard Burr from North Carolina, Shelley Capito from West Virginia, Bill Cassidy from Louisiana, and Mike Crapo from Idaho. And of course, what you don't see here, if I, if I were to, let me see if I can get it in here real quick. There we go. Let's move it over now. Lindsey Graham. There you go. Those are the phone numbers that we're going to be calling tomorrow. This is the first round of people that we're going to be calling, but don't worry, folks. I got a lot more. We got all these Republican senators to call and give an attitude adjustment to. So just so you know, these are the first set of numbers we're going to call, and I wanted you guys, let me go back down and show you the Roy Blunt one. I wanted you guys to be able to screenshot this so you have all the same phone numbers, okay? Because I need you to call outside of the show as well. That's the most important thing. So we're going to call all of these folks tomorrow on the 11 o'clock show. And hopefully we can at least talk to somebody. Hopefully we can at least talk to somebody in their office. That's what we really want. We want to talk to somebody in their office. So we're going to be doing that tomorrow. Please screenshot that. Write those numbers down if you're on your computer. Go back and watch the replay if you have to. Because these are the people that we need to call. All right? We need to give them an attitude adjustment. And we need to give them an earful of what we think of what they did. All bought and paid for by the CCP. Okay, I'm going to show you something real funny right now. And this is a video of Gavin Newsom. Okay, it's a six-minute video. I'm going to play out the whole video because I think you need to see it. And I think it's very important that you see it, especially if you're in California. With Larry Elder on the heels of taking over California in a shock, which would truly be an act of God if this happens. 
If this works out, it would truly be an act of God. My question to you is, why do you think Gavin Newsom is so afraid? And if you don't think he's afraid of losing, wait till you see this video. We're going to share this out right now. Get this out there. If you don't think that we're about to see an act of God, a miracle of God, then I don't think you've been paying attention. And I really believe, as much as people are trying to take down Larry Elder in any which way they can, and he's walking a tightrope with what he's saying right now because he doesn't want to be labeled as something. He wants to be able to go through this election clean with all the money in the world that Gavin Newsom has, with all the power of the governorship, with all the connections he has, you would think he would not be afraid to lose this election. Even with the cheating that they can do. But here's the thing. When you see how afraid and how upset he is right now about on this video I'm about to show you, you're going to realize that the cheating is never going to be able to happen. Like I've been telling you, it's never going to be able to happen like it did in 2020. There's too many eyes on it. There's too many ears on it. Okay? So check this out, folks. You are going to see a guy who's truly, truly afraid of losing his, his seat as governor. And wait until you see how he's melting down. He's just straight melting down. Check this out. Nice if our homegrown team start focusing on what's right. Everybody outside this state is bitching about this state. Governor, California has the nation's highest housing costs, highest gasoline prices, and highest utilities. Wage growth has been spectacular in the Silicon Valley, but not so much for areas along the coast and in some inland areas. In a very real sense, the California dream is more like a mirage for people grinding it out day after day. How do you make the case that you, as governor, can deliver the California dream to all Californians? Well, let's talk about what we all saw number one in, Stephanie. Watch how upset he gets. And guys, forgive me, I know I'm a little pointed today, but I've been taking a lot. Um, few folks for a lot of months. Eh? Now, I want to stop this real quick. I do want to tell you, I know that there's some stuff going on out there about Larry Elder. I shared the video. I also then shared the entire video of the entire interview. And you got to understand something, folks. I think Larry's a straight-up guy. I don't think he's a, 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 a full rhino like everybody's talking about he is. I don't think he is. And by any means, he's better than this guy. I think he has to say what he has to say in order to not get the negative attention right now. I think he's walking a tightrope because if you go back and you listen to any of Larry Elder's stuff, any of his stuff prior to this, he's talking about how this election was crazy, how he's never seen anything like it, how he does, he, he does support forensic audits, okay? He does support them. So you've got to understand the political game he's in right now, especially when this guy can spend unlimited amount of money and Larry Elder can't. But listen, watch how frustrated Gavin Newsom gets no, a, a person in their right mind or a person who is not afraid does not get like this guy got. Check it out. Nice to be able to express myself too. But I do with deep pride in this state as a California, not as a, I'm a future ex-governor. It could happen in a few weeks, could happen in a few years. But I love this damn state. We're number one in job creation, tenfold the American economy, 559,000 jobs. Eat your heart out, Texas, Florida. Look how he's, he's, he's literally criticizing Texas and Florida by citing numbers that he wasn't even asked to cite. He was asked why everything was so high in California and he couldn't answer it. We're number one in the Bloomberg Index of innovation and entrepreneurialism. 
we dominated yet again in venture capital. And that's not just for fancy folks in Silicon Valley. That's pushing out the boundary discovery and opportunity, innovation that advantages each and every one of us. 53% of the nation's venture capital. Over 100 damn IPOs year to date in this state. 80 plus billion dollar budget surplus. 80 plus billion, not that 76 billion. We had another $3.9 billion in new cash. We had better health outcomes in Florida and Texas and better economic outcomes. Our economy contracted at a more modest rate than Florida and Texas. Sound mad. mad. You know, Stephanie, middle-class families in Texas pay more taxes than middle-class uh, Californians. Look that up. That's a fact. I don't know why that doesn't get more damn attention. Because I care about working folks. That's a fact. I'm also proud of the fact that this state has almost tripled its earned income tax credit to allow working families to keep more with their I'm proud of the fact that three quarters of tax filers are getting a tax rebate, the largest in American history, $12 billion. I'm proud of the fact that small businesses are getting $4 billion in grants, not loans. I'm proud of the fact we're paying 100% of back rent. 100% going back to April last year, 100% through September 30th this year, 100% of your back utilities and back water bills, because you're right, those bills have stacked up. I'm proud of the fact, you didn't mention it, Stephanie, that most electric bills are lower in the state, even though our per unit costs are higher, which you're right to note, but you didn't mention the bills, which are lower because of our energy efficiency and our low-carbon green growth plants. I'm proud of the fact we actually have a housing policy and homeless policy for the first time in decades. And we have the back of working families and we're focused on workforce housing in the middle class. I'm proud of the fact that poverty was declining consistently before the pandemic. Not a lot of headlines about that. And let me close on this, because this is important. Because we don't talk enough about blue collar jobs. You reference You look at the next top 10 states. I know you're going to politifact this, and I know you're going to find something and you'll run with it. Look how mad he's getting. See what I screwed up. <laughs> oh, you can't take it, you cream puff? So I'll stipulate that. But I think you look at the next 10 states, the next highest 10 manufacturing states, blue collar, American, backbone, factory states. <laughs> All right, I've had enough of him. I'm proud of the fact that we got more homeless people than any other state in the world. I'm proud of the fact that needles and feces are all over the streets. And you can't walk anywhere, not even in Hollywood, without seeing some kind of tent city or some, or some feces on the street. I'm proud of the fact that we got the highest gas tax in the whole country. I'm proud of the fact that everybody left California because we've taken away all their rights and suppressed them. And, and then they're running away to Florida and Texas. And I'm not proud of the fact that you guys are giving me a hard time lately. I don't appreciate you guys giving me a hard time. And I'm proud of the fact. Nobody cares. Nobody cares, Gavin Newsom. Ride off into the sunset while you still got a chance. You're the next corrupt governor. Going down. Going down. Woo! I'm on Slam my desk and hit my desk. Lean back like I'm cool. Not wear a tie. I'm buttoning my top button. I'm cool. Look at me. I'm Gavin Newsom. <laughs> I'm proud of that fact. Oh, wow. Okay. 
we're gonna take uh we're gonna go to the symposium for about two minutes see what's going on there with dr shiva see if there's anything massively interesting going on because i don't see anything i don't hear anything so let's go over there and check it out we'll be right back with more live from america to finish up the show don't go nowhere what is a drug a drug is a single molecule that doesn't exist in nature like ibuprofen advil so pharma companies have been losing money massive regulation it takes 15 years to get a drug through the market you got to go through testing 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 Vaccines don't require anywhere near the amount of testing, 17% growth, and you can't sue vaccine manufacturers, all right? Thank you to Ted Kennedy and Orrin Hatch. They passed a law which says you cannot sue vaccine companies. So imagine this, you want to enter an industry that's highly regulated, you can get sued, which is big pharma, and now there's this industry over here, you can't get sued, you got to go to a vaccine court, you don't have to even prove this stuff works because it's considered a biologic, not a vaccine. So what's happened is the pharmaceutical makers have wanted to move into the vaccine industry. All right. That's what's it's follow the money. So what's happened is in the last four years, they've executed on that plan. So a multi-trillion dollar industry is burning down called old pharma. They need to move into vaccine manufacturing. So that's the first thing, Mike. The second thing from a scientific standpoint is one size does not fit all. That's what came out of 2007 in systems biology. We need to move to the right medicine for the right person at the right time. What Mike needs to take for his immune health may be very different than what you know Mark, Mark needs to take versus what I need to take. Our chemistries are different, our biologies are different, et cetera. What they want to do is to give one size fits all medicine. So from a scientific isn't, standpoint- Isn't it true though too last summer and they had all the hydroxychloroquines. I had something brought to me, yep. all these things. I had a friend of mine, very high IQ, and he went out there and it was. A, he said there was over 40, 30 things that worked that helped people. Now, is it true that, because this is what I've heard, that in order for them to have an emergency use, there, there couldn't be anything else out there that worked. Now, this is what I heard. So they suppressed that so that it would only be one thing. And I mean, what, it, it should be, you know, your choice, whatever, whatever you want to do. Well, well, more importantly, Mike, in 2019, to any of the news people, you know, I'm considered one of the leading guys on the immune system in the world. The National Science Foundation in 2019 had me deliver their prestige lecture on the immune system. So if you go back to 1962 when the National Vaccination Act was passed, we had a very two-box model of the immune system. It said... You create antibodies or you don't create antibodies, okay? You have the innate immune system and the adaptive, and that was it, two boxes. So the whole goal of immunization was get antibodies. That all right, it was nice to check in with the symposium there, and it's great that they were talking about the vaccines. It's great that they were talking about what Mike Lindell just said, was that you're not supposed to put anything under emergency use if there are other things out there that will help you. Hydroxychloroquine. Regeneron, and many other things that the frontline doctors have been trying to get out there forever but was suppressed. Why? So the vaccine companies could make billions and billions of record dollars and so that the politicians could act with emergency powers to bail out their friends and to take freedoms away from you. Larger government, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the dummy crap era. All right, well, we're going to kind of spin off of what they were talking about at the symposium and talk about what the CDC now wants. The CDC now says and is urging pregnant and breastfeeding mothers to get the vaccine. Do you think that any mama bear out there with a half a brain, do you think that any mother out there who is pregnant, 
who's a mother about to be, or a woman who is breastfeeding, is going to allow anybody to stick her with some kind of experimental craziness with all the deaths around it? I'm not saying everybody dies. Obviously, they don't. But there's a lot to worry about. You think any mama bear is going to want something stuck in her while she's pregnant or breastfeeding? I don't think so. I wouldn't encourage her to do it even if I did, folks. Even if I did say, you know what, I, I believe these are all hunky-dory and I think we should take them. I think we should take them. I still wouldn't want my wife who's pregnant or breastfeeding to take anything outside of that. But that's what the CDC wants. That's our CDC in America who's supposed to look out for us and now they're telling mothers who are pregnant and who are breastfeeding to get it. Hmm. They seem to have, and they're like, well, you can pass on the antibodies to the baby. Why do you care about babies? If a mother's breastfeeding, then obviously that baby is somewhat new and you're still on the other side allowing babies to be killed all the way up until they're out of the womb. So that's a lie. They don't care about babies. They never did. Out of one corner of their mouth, they're talking about, yay, planned parenthood. And out of the other corner of their mouth, they're talking about, oh, yay, save the babies. Which is it, Democrats? Save the babies or kill the babies? Which is it? Pick a side. Because we're in the times of pick a side. We no longer have the, have, have the, have the, uh, the, the, uh, the carefree life that we had once here in America. You got to pick a side. It is what it is. Good or evil. You want to kill babies or you want to help them? Which one is it? Yay, Planned Parenthood. Never mind, over here. Now I want to finish off the show, ladies and gentlemen, and tell you how amazingly powerful Live from America is getting. I told you all over the world, people are running into other people who listen to Live from America who didn't know each other. This is a good testament to all of you, and I want you to know this before we end the show. Christine Joe, who watches the show and who's a great person, a great, uh, amazing person who made uh, the Blue Line... Um, the, the American flag with the blue line through it on the hat that I, that I wear all the time? Well, she sent me this today, and I think you should all hear this. The entire Life from America family needs to hear this. She received a letter from the Boulder Police Department. And the reason why is because she donated to the Boulder Police Department. How did she get the money to donate? From all of you. From buying hats from the LFA community, from the LFA family members, all the money that went to buy these thin blue American flag hats, she took and she donated to the Boulder Police Department. And they sent her a, um, a uh, uh, basically a, a letter saying thank you very much. And she wanted you all to know that that's all because of you buying those hats from her. Also, she said another awesome thing. My mom just ran, uh, my mom just ran in my office and said that the delivery guy was listening to Live from America. He had his truck pulled over and she heard your voice and you're listening to Live from America. He had been pulled over for a while and had his windows down, and she had stepped outside to sweep so she could hear it loud and clear. How awesome is that? He must be like me, where we steam at, where we stream in at random times. Ha ha. The great news about that, folks, is that you're getting the word out there. You guys are making this show bigger. And apparently it caught the attention of Real America's Voice News because they brought it on. The, they're bringing it on the network. They want to start doing it next week just to give you guys an idea. So folks, we're making waves. Life from America is doing what it set out to do, and it's all because of you, and all glory goes to you and God. Actually, all glory goes to God, but i got to give you credit too. All right? So thank you guys, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so very much. If you like what you see here and it's your first time watching, go to jeremyherald.com. Sign up for the newsletter. You get one every day, Monday through Friday. Okay? If you want to sign up for Bibles, go ahead. We get we send away free Bibles too, and we're going to be crushing those out pretty soon. We have a very limited amount of the 3% shirts left when tyranny becomes law. Um, rebellion becomes duty. I, I always forget that. 
We got very limited sizes left, but we ordered new. So go ahead and check those out. And if you can become a monthly donor, I ask you to do so. Thank you guys very much. And remember, there are right ways and there are wrong ways. But there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back. Keep your chest out. Keep your head up high. Because you're a child of God. And no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. I'll see you tomorrow, 11 a.m. Eastern Time, for more Live from America. Until then, folks, be blessed. Get on your knees. Pray to God. Love your families. And I'll see you tomorrow at 11 a.m. Bye-bye.